0: This is Shelby Hansen, and you are listening to episode 60, The Self Coaching Model and Your Body, with special guest, Lincoln Kincaid. Welcome to the Creating Your Beautiful Life podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. I'm an invisible illness warrior, kidney transplant recipient mom to four and life coach for people who have gone through incredible health challenges. On this podcast, I teach you how to move forward from difficulty and disappointment into joy and abundance as you take charge of creating your own beautiful life. Welcome Lincoln Kincaid to the podcast and the show today. He is somebody that I met because we got certified from the same coaching school, which was a life coach school with Brooke Castillo. And we met a couple of weeks ago and found out that we have a common passion about helping people heal chronic pain. And so, Lincoln, if you want to just introduce yourself to my audience and tell us a little bit about you, how you got into coaching, kind of what your background is.
1: Sure, absolutely. First, I want to thank you for having me today. I really appreciate this opportunity to share our mutual passion for as well as helping people in who are suffering with chronic pain get out of that place. So for me, I have been a physical therapist for a long time, 27 years now. I currently own three kind of brick and mortar practices where I have six physical therapists and a few assistants that work for us. We treat about 400 patients a week. I oh, wow. uh, feel, feel very blessed to be involved in that for a long time. But my what kind of brought me to here is listening to the Life Coach School podcast a few years ago. It's kind of, I listened to one podcast. They referred to this Brooke Castillo person and then I listened to another podcast and they also reference brooke and i'm just like well damn it i've got to check this person out so i started listening to the life coach school podcast and i'm like this makes a lot of sense i was seeing pieces of my life show up in the podcast i was seeing pieces you know i'm a i've been married for over 30 years i have three daughters and you just start seeing little pieces of everybody's life show up and i'm like this coaching thing is amazing and then i really started looking at the application it could have inside inside my business working with patients and at that point i was just using it you know very kind of nonchalantly you know people don't come to get Coached when they come to physical therapy, and that was a big thing for me. Like, you know, I people come to me to get fixed, and when I started realizing asking questions and helping people piece together what's going on in their life was very powerful. And then I started down the chronic pain path because I realized over the last five years, like, I jokingly tell everybody, I like, I can crack you from one end to the other. I can tape you. I can scrape you. I can stick needles in you. I do dry needling. We can mobilize joints. I can strengthen and stretch you. But the last three years, what I realized is I am treating the central nervous system. That's all I'm mobilizing. That's all I'm doing. And the more I realized this, I'm like, oh, I've got to go deeper with this. And then I started listening to Howard Schubiner, who is a physician, really big into chronic pain. And then I read The Way Out, pain reprocessing therapy, and it's just like I was hooked. I'm like, this makes so much sense. And that's kind of led me to where I am right now, where within less than a week, I'll be launching my online kind of chronic pain program to help people suffering with low back pain butt and sciatica pain.
0: Oh, there's so many people out there that are going to benefit from this. Oh, so good. So um, we hinted around it a little bit of like work from Dr. Schubiner. And then also I've talked a lot about on the podcast previously about the way out and how it helped me to heal some chronic pain that I've had for the last 25 years. So Both of us being trained from the life coach school, we were trained very heavily in the self-coaching model. And if you're not familiar with that, friends, go back to some of my previous episodes. In fact, I think like one of my very first episodes is called my favorite coaching Coaching tool, the model. So the model basically is that there are circumstances, there's facts in the world. And then we have thoughts about what the circumstances are in our lives. And those thoughts that we have create our feelings. And our feelings drive our actions and whatever actions we take from the feeling, the way we're feeling is what the result is that we will get. So you can go back and and hear the previous podcast about how that works in real life applications. But what I thought would be really fascinating today was to, to talk about how that model shows up in our body specifically with chronic pain, chronic illness things. So I'm going to ask you, Lincoln, How do you think that the model relates to this chronic pain paradigm that, you know, we've been exploring through some of the work from Dr. Schubiner, Alan Gordon, those kinds of folks?
1: Yeah, well, I think it is, there's an amazing direct parallel. So I'll just use a very, very common example that I see all of the time. People come into me locally, my clinic, we treat everything, but I'm kind of known as the back guy in here regionally. So people come into me, they've been in pain for a while, sometimes three months, sometimes almost 30 years. And the first thing I do is, you know, just a a thorough history, kind of where have you been? What brought you to where you are now? And then I start talking to them about what do you think has caused your pain? Mm -hmm. And inevitably they start listing you know this whole laundry list of well i've had an x-ray i've had an mri i've had a cat scan sometimes i had surgery and the doctor said this wasn't a guarantee and that something could go wrong again and it's people inevitably had an injury at some point there was a soft tissue injury at some point in their life and it maybe didn't go away as quick as they thought it should all right. So then you go to see a doctor or some well-meaning physician trained, you know, here in the United States where we think we have a test that shows everything. And I see my patients. They are so certain they have this thought that the doctor's a medical expert. He showed me it was in black and white. There was an MRI. They showed me the bulge on the on the MRI where it was pressing they thought into a nerve. So that's, that's what's causing my pain. And I'm, I just, I kind of love it when they say that, but I kind of feel bad for them too, because they've been, they've been trapped Mm -hmm. by that thought for so long that there is something wrong with them. And here's what really, what I really see happening. That thought keeps them in pain, because as you and I know, through the motivational triad, the brain's number one job is to keep you safe. Absolutely. And if if your brain thinks you have a herniated disc that could cause pain or is causing pain, it's going to do everything it can to protect you. That means creating, continuing to protect you by creating pain. And I try to tell people all pain is real.
0: Absolutely. I'm,
1: Yeah. All pain is real. There's no such thing as made up pain. And if anybody ever tells you that I tell my patients throat punch them. I mean that (laughs) because your pain is real and people don't understand that all pain is created in the brain. Mm -hmm. It could be based on current tissue damage or trauma, or it could be perceived threat pain. You know i i tell the story like i have chronic pain if i'm going on a three-hour car ride to go see my daughter no problem i can do that easy but if we're going you know one of our favorite places is to go to Destin in florida for us that's a 15-hour drive i like, used to
0: live there did you know that We talk about
1: that <laughs> i think we did briefly oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we love it yeah the emerald coast it's our favorite place I'm 30 minutes into a drive and my back is already starting to go, you know, this is going to be a very long drive. And the pain starts coming up because it's going, what are you doing? You know, we don't like long car rides. And I'm like, no, my back is healed. It's fine. So I continue to talk myself off the ledge. But if I didn't know that, I would believe that there was something still going on that there was still current acute tissue damage that was causing my pain so yeah we have thoughts based on an accident that happened to us based on an mri that happened to us based on family history like you know i have people that come in and maybe they have a postural deformity of some kind and you know they don't They've never had anything actually wrong with them, but it creates fear and pain and they start giving up pieces of their life. And it's just, they have this thought that something is wrong and it does, it creates these emotions that keep us trapped.
0: Yeah. And for those of you that haven't listened to previous podcasts or not aware of Dr. Gordon's work, some of the things that he talks about in the way out are that there was a lady that actually had a 70 degree curvature in her spine. And was having pain and going through this process of reprocessing the pain and getting out of that stuck fear cycle around what was the sensations in her body. She was actually able to achieve a pain free state. She no longer has chronic pain because of changing the perception of what she thought was happening. So, and then I believe it's in his book. It might be somewhere else. They talk about, yes, there are bulging discs. And we, at the beginning of trying to figure out why people were having so much back pain, they would do imaging on people that had chronic pain in their backs and they didn't really know what it was, why it was being caused. So they were saying it was because of bulging discs, but they weren't imaging people that were pain-free. And when they started to image people that were pain-free, they saw the incidence of bulging discs was the same in the population that didn't experience pain. So in order to explain it, there's got to be something else going on. Because otherwise, if bulging discs were the cause of pain, every single person that had a bulging disc would have pain. So it's learning the, the statistics, the new research that's coming out. I think that's really, really helpful to be able to dispel this well- doctors just tell me this. So that's what I have to believe that keeps you stuck.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. There is a ton of data now and it's just, I, I had a conversation with a patient this morning. I don't treat a lot locally, but I filled in this morning and I was explaining to a patient that the medical system is actually, it is on the brink of falling apart because the volume of sick care is so high. Like we don't have a healthcare system. We have a sick care system that we take care of chronic health conditions until they are emergent or Mm life-threatening. But we we don't treat wellness. Doctors just don't have time, advanced practice professionals, your nurse practitioners, your physician assistants, they don't have time. Their schedule is full. But yeah, I tell people, one of my favorite sayings is, gray hair. We got it on the outside. It doesn't cause any pain. Arthritis is like gray hair on the inside of your body. Just because you have it does not mean you're going to be in pain. And yeah, the numbers are well known, but doctors are so busy. The medical industry, like they don't have time to read current research. I guarantee there are doctors in every community, every hospital that haven't read much research in the last 15 or 20 years besides, you know, some Mm -hmm. continuing education seminar they went on, and it might not be related to even anything current. It it was at a fun location, sound like a good idea, but the statistics are very high. You know, by the fifth generation, over 50% of the people have what looks like herniated disc, degenerative disc disease, significant arthritis. People that have zero pain. So you're exactly right. The presence of arthritis or a herniated disc does not mean it's causing pain. So what happens though, is you have an incident, you have an injury and listen, I I used to get trapped into this too. People come to me, I'm the professional doctors. They have to tell you why you hurt. That's why you go there. And they go, Oh yeah, you see that? That's exactly it. So yeah, that's a real thing. And, And it just creates I mean, this is so well-researched and documented. I hate it when patients with an acute lumbar muscle strain go to the doctor because they're going to get an x-ray, they're going to get a prescription for a muscle relaxer, and the x-ray is inevitably going to show something that creates fear and traps the patient.
0: Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the fear, because really, that's what's showing up in the model in the body. We've got some sort of a (laughs) thought about the facts of what's happening in your body, the thought is creating the fear and what happens in like in your experience, what happens in people's bodies and like your knowledge base when they're feeling fear about their bodies?
1: Yep. So fear is like fear to pain is like gasoline on a fire. It just kind of magnifies and blows Everything up. So when you're afraid, something is wrong. That heightens your your natural awareness, your desires, your brain's desire to protect you. So then it really becomes, I say, like the gargoyle sitting on the wall of the castle. It's looking for something bad to happen. Alan Gordon talks it talks about like the eagle. It's flying around, surveying, trying to find whatever the problem is. And that's what happens when you have this fear. It consumes you. So what, what I try to help patients do is like, can we explore this pain with a sense of curiosity and lightness, much like we do in LCS school, looking at emotions when they when they pop up in our stomach or we feel them somewhere in our body? It's like one of the first things we're trained is let's talk about what you're feeling, you know. What does it look like? Does it have a color? Does it have a shape? And I kind of do that with my patients as well when it comes to their back pain. I'm like, okay, let's just let's not be judgmental towards this. Let's not be fearful. Let's stop resisting the pain because when you put up a wall, it puts up a wall. Yeah. Let's let's stop fighting the pain and let's explore it with a sense of curiosity. And we start to look at that and you can have some amazing breakthroughs in a single session just mm-hmm. getting somebody to go just relax it's like i'm giving into the wave i'm letting it wash over me i'm just relaxing i'm i'm not fighting the current right now and everything kind of decreases you can just feel it in the pa- you can see it in their face it's just like you mean i don't have to fight this thing and i can let go And it just, the magic starts to happen in that very moment.
0: Yeah. This is really interesting because the people that I typically coach, they have chronic, they experience chronic illness and chronic fatigue. And I'm like, you actually have tons of energy. You're just using it really inefficiently because you're stuck in the fight or flight or the freeze fawn. Those Mm -hmm. activated nervous system states are really, really energetically taxing. And they're there for a reason. It's to keep us safe. It's to keep us protected. And they're good for us to go into. But like you said, we get stuck in those. It's like you we talked previously, and you said people just get stuck in this prison. And that's what it feels mm-hmm. like. And being able to even see that it's an option that they could relax and go more into that rest and digest or rest and repair state. People are not used to that. And when you start to learn that it's safe to be in that state longer and you don't have to stay in this activated nervous system energy, your energy comes back and you can do the things you want to. So it's just it's really fascinating to watch this whole paradigm. And then going back to the model, when I was talking about, I was asking you about fear. You told me like all the things that happen in people's body. And it's funny because it starts with that thought usually Oops. like there's something wrong so, like some flavor of that or this is going to hurt something like that and then you got the feeling of the fear and the actions of what takes place physically in the body whether it's tension or whatever personal for you and then the result is that the brain creates the pain mm-hmm. so it's just so fascinating to see I'm, when i when i when i first found out about life coaching back in 2017 i was like <gasps> everybody around me. I'm like, it's your thoughts. Like your thoughts are causing all of your problems. (laughs) And I was like, Mm -hmm. I want to tell every single person. And then I calmed down because I was like, people don't want coached all the time. (laughs) And then over the past year, I found out, wait a second, it's fear that's causing your physical pain. I want to go tell everybody. They're like, oh, I just, I've got this pain. I'm like, oh, let me tell you. People don't want to hear from me all the time, but it's just so radical in my brain that there's so many pieces of our lives that we think are completely out of our control. That it's like if you just develop this small skill set, it can actually shift everything for you, and it's way easier than you think it is.
1: It is. It is a lot easier, and I tell my wife, it's like I, I don't really believe I have multiple personalities. But it's almost like we all do, because yeah. we have part of our brain, you know, the reptilian part of our brain, the brain stem that is all about protecting us. It sees all of the fear. It sees all of the badness in the world and it will shut you down. It'll put you in depression. It'll put you in chronic fatigue. It'll make you break out in a rash. It'll make you have chronic pain for years mm-hmm. to protect you. But thank goodness. We have this big big prefrontal cortex that we can actually think with. So I I tell my wife, it's like, I have to analyze every thought I make sometimes uh, to make sure who's talking to me right now. Is it my protective lower brain or is it my higher thinking prefrontal cortex and really analyze that thought? Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, that is so beautiful. And I think that when you do get into more of that state of alignment, when you are able to recognize, oh, yeah, I'm in fight or flight right now. And you know, personally, what works for you to bring you back to that comfort, soothing, pleasure, whatever brings you back to that state. Like that's where true thought work and change can actually happen. Because when people are in fear, and you know, you're in freak out mode, or like really like shut down, like that collapse, like that even hypo vigilant state, there's no change going to happen in that moment. It's like, it's learning that there is safety in having rest, which is such counterintuitive to American culture, like hustle, 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 be busy. If you're not productive, you're lazy. And like the worst thing that you could be is lazy.
1: (laughs) Well, and it's, it's, it's very hard and, you know, being married, having three daughters, you know, the, the demands on women, especially are through the roof because you have to do everything And you have an expectation of, you know, there's that expectation placed on you and you feel it like, oh, I have to do all of this stuff and I have to be perky and I have to have my lipstick on and 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 all of that stuff. It it just it builds and it's it can create that prison that that people live in.
0: So what would you say to somebody that's in that prison today that's listening and is like, okay, awesome. But like, how do I get out of this? What, what advice would you give to that person?
1: I, th- I think the first, what I always try to get my, my number one belief my in all of this is my body is designed to heal. Oh, I believe that yep. about the chronic pain I have, had in my life my back overcoming it and then seeing the amazing results in other people if i can just get somebody to think about that and go do you think it's possible for me if i can get them to slow down for a minute from you know and also with the model we believe that you know our thoughts do prove our results mm-hmm. and if you think you're in chronic pain and life's going to be crappy that's exactly what you're going to get. But if I can get somebody, I just try to wiggle a toe in there. You've heard of salesmen, door-to-door salesmen. They try to get their foot in the door. You're getting ready to slam the door. If I can just get my toe in there and you go, hmm, maybe my body is designed to heal and kind of relax into that and just let go for just a moment. I tell you know, people, I want you to surrender, but don't collapse. Just give into it for a moment and allow it to be there. We're not giving up life. We're just relinquishing control temporarily to go. It's not as scary as you think it is.
0: Yeah. And it's so much more fun too. Mm -hmm. You can get into the fun zone and like that pleasure and that just even like amused or anything. Those are all very aligning things. But when we're just like, white knuckling the control like that's when we just lose all ability to actually make the wise decisions from our Mm prefrontal
1: cortex yeah yeah so if anybody's out there listening right now and you just want to do an experiment on yourself we've already talked about this but find a quiet place where you can relax and let go stop resisting the pain and explore it i mean really explore this pain in people the first time i lead people through this they think i'm crazy because i'm going where are you feeling it in your body right does it have a shape does it have a color is it pulsing is it growing is it moving up your spine do you feel it moving down your leg and just really Go to it with a sense of curiosity, like you're asking your child, like you have a a child that's scared and you're trying to help them go, you know, honey, what's going on? Talk to mommy or talk to daddy about this. It's like we don't give ourselves that latitude within our own bodies because we're adults and we're supposed to know it. But if we can just genuinely explore this for a few minutes, then you go, oh, maybe it's not something I have to be afraid of. And it's not that big, bad monster that's under the bed or that's under my two-year-old's bed.
0: Oh, I love that so much. Okay. If people want to hear more from you, Lincoln, how can they find you?
1: Well, I am on Facebook at no BS Back Relief. I am also on Instagram with the same username and then if anybody is out there and they're struggling and you'd like to know more about my coaching program, you can schedule a, a 30 minute exploratory kind of meeting with me. It's at, this will be in the show notes too, but com forward slash Lincoln. And we can schedule time to talk. You can tell me what's going on and find a, figure out if this is a great way for you to get out of pain.
0: Oh, I love it so much. Thank you so much for sharing this with us, Lincoln. It's been an absolute pleasure to meet with you today.
1: Well, thank you so much. It was an honor for me to be here.
0: Are you feeling low energy these days? It might be time for you to hop onto the Monday Morning Creating Energy class. It's at 1130 a.m. Eastern Time, 830 a.m. Pacific Time, on zoom click in the show notes and you can get your very own personalized link to the zoom class and meet us there for a definite shift in your energy and what you're bringing to this next upcoming week see you at class thank you so much for listening to the podcast if you're looking for a life coach to work with what are you waiting for let's get coaching together today i hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating beauty wherever you go